Hey family, you're tuning in to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Pardon any technical difficulties as we are recording live on the Zoom platform. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Jimmy! Okay. Lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes up on napkins. What you had to say was more important, man, than traffic. Yeah, I'm talking back to speaking the contemporary. What's good, family? And welcome to another episode of Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. This episode is sponsored by Major Flavor Catering. I'm your host, Jimmy Bonds, along with my co-host, Ty. T.Y., what's good, Ty? How you feeling? All good in the neighborhood, Jimmy. Live from the 215. Live from the 215. You know how we do, bro. You know I can't forget my other co-host. I love you, Miss T with the T. She's not here with us today, but she's always here with us in spirit. Moving right along, family. Remember, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Twitter at Podcast Bonds. And make sure you join the Jimmy Bonds Podcast Facebook group on Facebook. Let's continue to open the dialogue. Moving right along, family, tonight, 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 we have a special guest, family. We are doing a combined, you know, we have different series on the show. So we're doing a combination. We're doing an artist spotlight series as well as supporting small business series at the same time. So let's get into it with our guests. I want to introduce you to her first. Let's, let me let me tell you a little bit about her. Tonight, we have a guest. She is currently a makeup artist for the Lifestyle Today Show on CBS. She's also featured as a as the featured hairstylist for Bella Magazine. She is CEO and founder of Glam Life Beauty Line, Glam Life Beauty Lashes, and Glam Life Beauty Accessory Collection. She has done New York Fashion Week, and she has done Miami Swimsuit Fashion Week. Not to mention, she's also worked on the Today Show, Chopped, the Food Network, QVC, and even worked with the U.S. women's hockey team, just to name a few. She is a mom. She's a go-getter. She's empowering. She's ambitious. She's determined. She's outgoing. She's inventive. She's multifaceted. She's an advocate. She's inspiring. And she's caring. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the lovely and beautiful Miss Jen Michelle. What's up, Jen? How you feeling? How you feeling? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What an entrance. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's love. That's love. You know, we Thank like to, you. We definitely like to give, give our people the, the duty they're supposed to have. You've done a lot. You, 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 your, your track record is extensive. Me and Tyler reading your bio, like, wow, like, yo, she's done a lot. She's done a whole lot. Well, let's kick it right off. I'm gonna ask you, you know, just you know, kick it right off with the questions. So yeah. You've been you've been doing this for a while. Hairstylist, makeup artist, you perfected your craft, you continuously perfecting your craft. Tell me what today, not from when it was before, but what is what does glam life beauty mean to you today? Wow. So today in this very moment, it means everything, you know, it's my baby. It's something I envisioned that I worked really hard for. I mean, blood, sweat, and tears, you know, never threw in the towel, especially during times where, you know, I've been betrayed, overlooked, you know, so many things. But um, Glam Life is not just makeup and beauty. I always say makeup and beauty got me in the door, but passion comes behind living your best Glam Life. So that's what Glam Life is really a movement now. It turned into like a beauty thing and now it just expanded into so much more. 
Well, that's that's dope. That's dope. Being a makeup artist, I know it's everybody has their own kind of things they do. You know, even based on the trends that are in the makeup industry. Do you think that you follow the trends or do you think you create your own original style? I mean, I try to go with what's like kind of in season, but with my own twist on it. I don't want to be like every single person, you know, and each artist, we all have our own little things that we do or that we're stronger in than others. Yeah. So I kind of keep up with trends, but I make them my own for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the trends they they go back. I mean some people. Yeah, I've I've seen them. I've seen people bring trends from the '60s back. I've seen people, you know, be futuristic with their makeup. So it's it's a it's kind of like an in between. I noticed. And I look, listen, I'm not no makeup, you know, <laughs> connoisseur. I don't know anything about makeup in that sense. You know, as me and Tyler say, look, we're dudes. What we know about makeup, right? But makeup, you know, male or female, everybody uses it. Um, it's particularly on TV, particularly within you know photo shoots and things of that nature. So I know you got a question. Go ahead, bro. Miss Jen, I used to work at QVC. Oh, that's so funny. Yes. So what was it like at QVC? Because I know when I was there, I used to cook for like the show host guests and the guests that came in, I would go down to the green rooms and take them there, their food. And but back in the cafeteria, like sometimes the makeup artists, they would come up there and they were like so busy, like their schedule was hectic and crazy. And was it like that for you at QVC? Um, so basically QVC, I actually worked for one of the beauty uh, advisors who now she has her own host. She's the host of her own show. So I really worked with her. I was at her house at three o'clock in the morning, sometimes two before she would go to QVC. So I would do and prep her before she would actually go on set. So I haven't been in that building. I know it's in Jersey, right? Or Philly somewhere, but usually now being on set with her in Manhattan, we were usually filming about three episodes in one day. So we're constantly changing back and forth into different episodes. So it's a lot, but I wouldn't change it. I like it. I'm a creative person. So I love the whole behind the scenes. I like being busy. I'm pretty good under pressure. So I love it. Otherwise, I don't think I would be doing it. Now, where did you grow up? I grew up in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Ah, New York, Brooklyn, yeah. New York, right? New I am York, a Brooklyn girl through and through. Yeah, I live tough. in Jersey now, but I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> now, how did you start Glam Life? What what got Glam Life started for you? So, um, I mean, I've always liked hair and makeup. It was just I'm the oldest of four girls. I'm the oldest granddaughter, oldest cousin, oldest sister. So I was kind of the in home you know, experimenting with my sisters and my cousins, you know, typical Brooklyn home. You know, I grew up with my, you know, my parents and upstairs, my aunt and uncle and my cousins. So it was just constantly, you know, experimenting with all the girls in the family. Um, But when I got moved out to Jersey, I started to freelance with makeup and I was bartending also. So I started to just network and I was realizing what networking kind of does. So one of the patrons that used to come in every Sunday from football was like, what's your goal? Like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I'm going to have my own business one day. I'm going to have an empire, you know? So he came to me the next week and he's like, listen, there's a space for rent. Would you want it? Now that wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking like that when I said, and I said, you know what, I'm going to check it out. So I don't really, I still don't even know Jersey that well, only by ways, but the area was called Maplewood. And when you hear about Maplewood, they say it's the new Brooklyn. And I'm like, this is going to work out. These are all signs that I need to be here. <laughs> so I went and I seen the location, even though it was small, I said, no, this is, this is going to work. Cause to me it's small, but it's only the beginning. You know, um, I didn't think I had to come out with like a million things all at once. 
Um, I had a grand opening. We had sold out. You couldn't even walk in the doors. And I stayed open later for my grand opening. We had like NFL players there. It was just, you couldn't have asked for a better grand opening. And then I found out my lease was fraudulent. Oh. Yeah. So if you can think of somebody walking, dragging their knuckles on the floor for the next week, that was me. Like I was so upset. I felt like this guy totally, you know, he kind of taught me a lesson. He taught me about paperwork. Yeah. You know, he taught me that not everybody has the same heart as you, you know, because yeah. I, what you see is what you get. I don't have any ulterior motives. I would never try to do anything to somebody, you know, I don't, but again, that's not my mindset. I don't know. I don't know where he's coming from. And honestly, it was a blessing for me in the long run, because during my grand opening, there was a store that was vacant that um, somebody had seen and had brought to my attention. So um, they were like, listen, why don't you just check it out? So while this is going on, I'm like, let me just see. But I just spent invested all this money in this small spot. But I guess it happened for a reason, because now this other place is so much bigger. Long story short, short, I wound up getting that spot. It took me three months to renovate the whole thing yet again. Again, we had another grand opening for single on single de Mayo because I'm a Leo. So I like to party. So I'm like, <laughs> let's make it a celebration, you know, Um Again, we just started off big and I didn't want my salon to be a regular salon. I wanted it to be diverse. I wanted to be because I'm from Brooklyn. So when I moved out to Jersey, I didn't really have a spot where I where I felt comfortable because it was all just like the same type of woman. I'm I'm used to New York. Like we have all different flavors. You know what I mean? So that's what I wanted, a spot where you can hear good music. Yeah. You know, I come, I love, I grew up on Biggie, you know? Yeah, I was about so, to say, you better. <laughs> yeah, you better. so all around, so all around the salon would be little quotes from, like, Biggie, and it's so funny, because, you know, here I am with my blonde hair, I'm like, listen, like, I am a girl from Brooklyn, like, I will never get rid of who I am, and this yeah. is just the beginning of glam life. So it was a little different from all these other salons, you know, I didn't want anyone to feel like they didn't belong. If they didn't have enough money, it wasn't, it wasn't a place like that. It was for everybody. Like you can come bring your girlfriend and like, just kick it and like have a good time or just get every service. So it winds up being something bigger than I even thought of, but I think it was all God's plan, you know? So that's my long, short story of how Glam Life got started. That's dope. That's dope. I mean, yeah, listen, that's dope. That is, that is dope. I mean, everyone has a story of how yeah. they start their business and how they start their, their, their passion. But yeah, I mean, you, you kind of learned the hard way, but actually the hard way was, was what you needed. Sometimes you kind of need those lessons to, to move forward. I mean, that's what everybody needs to know. I mean, shoot, I think me and Ty have had hard times with just regular stuff. Like what, what we had to do? What? Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You, you want to do no, that you're fraud. Like, you know, get out of here with that. Like, <laughs> so it's, you know, I completely understand. Like, it, you know, I'm sure it was, it was a, a hit, but I'm sure you just like, Hey man, I, this was supposed to happen. So, yes. you know, that thing, I think that's a dope, I think that's a dope experience to have. Some, some people don't have it like that, but you learn some of the lessons within it. So let me ask you this question. What do you, what do you love about the industry itself? The beauty industry. Okay. So, cause I do so many different facets of it. Yes. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I really love when a girl that really doesn't get their makeup or hair done when they sit in my chair, because usually their reaction is like, oh my God, I didn't know I could look like this. And like, just to see them feeling themselves, you know, I just feel like, I don't know, that's my job, you know, like I'm yeah. a woman. I like to feel good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the nerve of me, cause I look crazy right now, but <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> as a woman, you like to feel good. How you look has a lot to do with how you feel, you yeah. know? So if I know they feel good that day, then that that's why I was there. Because then they won't forget me, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I did a good thing for somebody. Because confidence is everything, whether it be in business, just in the way you conduct yourself, your mindset has so much to do with, you know, how you move in your everyday life. So yeah. if I can help confidence, I love that. I love yeah. when somebody feels good. I think that's dope. Now, now I've asked you, what do you love about it? What do you hate about it? I don't like the competition and I don't like how a lot of artists are known or they get like a bad rap for like yeah. the bad seeds. You know what I mean? Cause you, so many times like, Oh, I didn't know you would talk to me. Why wouldn't I talk to you? Like, you know, what I mean? you know, or um, a lot of times artists are underrated, meaning, you know, people will try to jip, uh, like kind of go down on a price on what we're doing, but we are the look of what is being captured. You know what I mean? So it's not just hair and makeup. Cause if it was just that, then they, they would do it themselves. Yeah. So you know, it's like kind of, I had to explain to a bride once, you know, you want me to go down in my price, but how would you feel if you went to your regular nine to five? And on that day, your boss is like, listen, for today, I'm just not going to pay you what we agreed on. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the right. same thing. Yeah. So I would say those are like my little peeves in it. It don't really bother me. Um, I don't, I don't compete with nobody. I've never been like that, even as a teenager. I don't know. I've just never, I never understood the mentality of a hater because yeah. I'm just, I know we can all win. Like it's not where there's enough for me, for you, for whatever, you know, yeah. and what's for you is going to come to you and we'll stay with you. So yeah. why hate, you know? Um, but that's about it. <laughs> that's real. That's what I sound familiar. Don't it tie. Yes, it does. Yes. Don't, don't it tie. Don't sound familiar. <laughs> You, you, you do a job and people be like, well, actually, I, I thought that maybe I could lower my, yeah, I actually only have 200. I know your price is 450, but you'd be like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute. I thought I thought this is what we decided. Like, didn't that what we said? Like, no, no, according to them, no, it's not, that's not what happened. But yeah, no, it's just, you know, in, in, in various industries, you find that that's particularly when you're, when you're an entrepreneur, you find yes. that that's something you have to contend with often. That people mm-hmm. want to, you know, jip you, like you said, out of out of your what you're worth. And eventually it has, you know, you start feeling like, well, look, I'm going to do what I know I'm going to get paid for what I'm worth. And I think like, you know, like you said, it's it's important to to know your value as an entrepreneur and to be paid your value as an entrepreneur. You know, that's 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 super real, super real. I'm, I'm going to ask you this question. Tell me this. You ever been out in public and you see someone's face or you see you see it could be a woman or a man. And you see someone face and you're like, yo, I could really bring out yes. those facial features. I like, guess. Th- does it happen all yeah. the time? Because I mean, you're an artist. So so in, in a sense, the, the face, the, the the face and hair are your canvas. You know what yes. I mean? That's that's what you that's what you see. So what like when does what when does that happen? Does that happen like often? Is that that's something that you did you do all the time or like like right no. after you finish? <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't happen often. Um, but you know, you have your once in a blue. They like, oh, you know, I would like to fix that. But, you know, you can't be rude. <laughs> but you can't be rude. And, you know, I would never make somebody feel that way. But, yeah, of course, I would be lying if I said I never thought that. Absolutely. Like, it's just being honest. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I thought about that. I was like, because, I mean, me and Ty are just artists in general. We hear music. We're like, oh, I know how to do this. You know what I mean? Or. I, yeah. know, I know what I you know. What trash I this. Yes, here. exactly. So yeah. you're just like, oh, man, let me let me do this. But, you know, I mean, it it, it goes on. Now, I'm actually going to take a quick break in a second. But before okay. a quick break, I, I wanted to ask you this. Like, 
being a mom and you, you're being my, how many, how many children do you have? Your mommy asked. I have three girls. You have three girls. Okay. So there, there we go. We got three girls. What do you feel is the proper age for young girls to be wearing makeup? I'm, I don't want to say there's like a proper age, right? Because I mean, you're, you're talking about like to go out in public and like wear as makeup like that. Yeah. Whereas makeup, you know, I don't want to be controversial, but a lot, a lot yeah, of people. I mean, I have three girls, right? So I'm their mom. I never want them to wear makeup. I never want them to color their hair. I never want them to pierce it. I have nose piercings. I have tattoos. My hair is blonde. I'm a brunette. I, do, I want them to do everything, you know? So I get where my mom came from, yeah. you know? Um, I, I instill in my daughters that it's not just about looks, even though that's a lot of what I do, but I also do a lot of stuff with the inner. Right. But for me, I mean, when my daughter was about 14, 15, she would wear my oldest, my oldest daughter is 17. Um, so when she was about 14, 15, she would start to experiment, but I'm going to let her experiment because I'm going to let her find herself. I don't like when you put like, Oh, you're not doing that. Or no, they're kids. It's like people that don't let their kids eat like any type of candy or like they're going to wind up going binging in the closet. You you have to let them be them and find out who they are. You know, I mean, if it's a little too much, I'm going to make them take it off in public. Like my little daughter, sometimes she's seven. I'm sorry. She's eight. She sometimes wants to wear lip gloss and my husband will be like, uh, I'm like, let her just, it's lip gloss. She's not hurting anybody. Like let them learn who they are. So I mean, a full face, my daughter now will wear since I guess when she was like 16, but times are different now. You have YouTube where these girls are just doing better makeup than I was at like 11 years old, (laughs) you know, but I don't see anything wrong with them. Letting them experiment. I mean, it's one thing to play around with makeup than like to dress a certain way. You know what I mean? Like I, so experiment with your face all you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll regret it one day when you see your pictures. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Well, listen, I, listen. Thank you for this. We we're so happy that you joined us tonight. This is this is definitely no, kicking is off. Fun. Fantastic. Listen, we're <laughs> loving it. We're gonna take a quick break. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. You'll listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. This is the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Welcome back to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And family, we are also continuing our Art of Spotlight series as well as our Supporting Small Business series with no other than the lovely Miss Jen Michelle. She is killing it, telling us about her experience and starting her, her business and her company, Glam Life, Glam Life Beauty, my apologies. And she is really just, just giving us the, the ins and outs of the beauty industry and how it goes and her experience with it. But um, on this second segment, I wanted to play a little game with you, Jen. 
and, okay. and you tell me, you know, you just, you just tell me how it goes. So I want you to give me the first word that comes to your mind when I name <laughs> okay. these brands. Okay. I'm going to name some brands to you. I'm sure that you're familiar with them. And you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say them. Okay. Okay. All right. Bare minerals. Natural. Maybelline. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Revlon. I, the first thing I think of is lipstick. I don't know. Mac. Sorry. What, what about Mac? Mac. I think a makeup artist. And have you ever heard of NARS? N A R S. Yeah, I love NARS. Um, I don't know. I, I'll say I love it. <laughs> and Cover Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the 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 new one that's that's kicking kicking tail all over the place, kicking ass, Fenty? The Cover Girl, the mascara. Oh yeah. Well, no. What what cover? Well, just Cover Girl in general. I was asking. Oh, I don't, I don't really use CoverGirl. I like Maybelline more. Like I like Maybelline. Maybelline, a bunch of their stuff better, yeah. What do you think of Rihanna's brand, Fenty? It's fire. Fire, fire. Mm-hmm. And what do you think of Glam Life Beauty? It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> dope, dope. Ty, go ahead, man. I know you got a question. Jump on in there, boy. Since we're on there, can you uh, list some of the products that you have and how do they work? Yeah, so a lot of my um, makeup is for makeup artists and then makeup lovers because I am a professional. I listen to a lot of people that are sitting in my chair, but then I also can understand what other artists need. So I have bronzer palettes that are good for every skin tone and for every season because it's big. You get a lot of products. You get more for your money. Um, I have a blush palette, again, for every skin tone for artists that they can put in their kit or for the average person that just loves makeup and they can use it all year round, no matter, you know, what, you know, what they look like. Um, I have lip glosses. I have over 25 different lip glosses. I have um, detangle brushes. I have silk mink lashes that are usable up to about 13 to 15 times. I have lash holders where you can kind of preserve your lashes when you have since mine are silk mink they're higher quality so you don't have to throw them out after the first time so why not have a holder i have beauty blenders i have eyeshadow palettes and then i have accessories i'm all into like good vibes good energy good juju so i have a lot of like evil eye like bracelets um earrings i love accessories it's all kind of like a part of me, all the things that I have. My detangle brush is a bestseller because it's for all different hair types, especially hair extensions. Yeah. So, um, yeah, those are some of my products. That's dope. Now, are there any role models in your life as far as your business? Well, I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of like one of the first entrepreneurs in my uh, family. Everybody in my family either works for the Board of Ed or, you know, my dad, he worked into in printing and then he was a doormat, you know. So everyone I know always had jobs. Um, when I had my daughter, I tried to go to school to be a teacher like my mom. It wasn't for me. I just know I don't have it in me to work, work with other people's children. Um, just to be, I love kids, but I just can't do it. it it's a trait that you must have instilled in you. I have my own, <laughs> you know, but you know, I did see worth ethic, I guess, at an early age. Like my father busted his butt, like to get us everything we had. My mom, my mom was a teen mom. So when I was in high school, she was in college. When I was having my first daughter, she was getting her 30 and above, you know. Um, so I think growing up, I had role models that instilled certain qualities that I have. Um, I've seen hard work, you know, I've seen what loyalty was, I see what empathy was, you know, what grace is from my grandmother. You know, my grandmother always makes me look at everything full circle. 
very big with that, where a lot of people, they have to learn that. And I feel like I've always been very intuitive and always caring in that aspect and being humble and staying humble and having passion for something because it does change everything, you know? So I feel like my mom, you know, I have my two aunts who like my sisters and my grandmother and my great grandmother when she was alive. I feel like they were my role models because they're all different versions of pieces that I have in me. Like my great grandmother till the day she passed, I mean, was one of the toughest women I ever met. No hair on her tongue, tough as nails, you know? And then it's just all these women played pivotal parts. I look up to certain, not look up to, but I have a mentor who I absolutely adore and paid such a big part, I feel, in who I am. Her name is Kelly Lynn Adams. She's someone we met. I met her at um, a women's networking event. We started to do events together. Mm. We became friends, but I don't think she realized how much of an impact, you know, being around somebody at her caliber really had on me. And it's all about who you surround yourself with. So I would say those are like some of my top role models. But along the way, I've met people that played pivotal parts in my journey that, you know, so, but I would say the beginning stages of the life are so important. So I would say my family. Yeah. That's dope. I was gonna ask about the evil. I mean, that was I, I saw that all over your your Instagram. I was like, I was like, yo, she she is definitely into. A lot of people don't know what it is. You know, a lot of people don't understand what the evil eye, what it does, what it's supposed to do. I guess what what the theory behind it is. And you know, it's supposed to keep the the negative energy away from you, the negative people away mm-hmm. from you. Um, it's supposed to keep you, like you said, in good spirits, positive thinking. Um, I used to carry one in my bag, my my backpack everywhere I, everywhere I took. I took everywhere with me. I got it from a person I call my sister. She's actually Iranian, and she got me got me this thing. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, "What? I didn't know that." And so when I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, she's definitely to the evil eye. She knows about it." So yeah, I was digging it. That that's a great thing. So in the break, we was talking about some things that, you know, I wanted to make sure that we, 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 we recorded because, you know, everybody has a story. Everyone has a, has a, has somewhere that they've come from. And you just listed a lot of your influences, a lot of the people that play pivotal parts in your life. But there were some times in your life that, you know, you kind of had to start over and you kind of had to, I guess, reevaluate certain things. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, what we were talking about, of course, the family, I know what I'm talking about, but when you had your daughter, and you had the situation with with your now your husband now. Yes. Um, what what was that like? First of all, what, what was the situation and 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 what was that like? So okay, so my daughter, my oldest daughter is seventeen now. So when she was younger, my husband had you know young and you know we're young. You know we were like twenty one, and um, you know he had to go away for about three and a half years. So I went from you know, living on my own with him, with our daughter to literally day turns into night. The next day I was back at home with my parents living on their couch. I had to leave college because he wasn't coming home. And I never really been through stuff like this before. These are things that like I watched on TV. You know what I mean? Like literally a lifetime. I was in a lifetime movie. I was the star of a lifetime movie. (laughs) And, um, you know, I, one, I was raised where family's everything. So uh, even though we were young, you know, I was there for him throughout the entire time. He was a good dad when he was out and things happened, you know. Um, So I was there throughout the whole thing. But during that time, it was hard for me. I was a kid myself, you know, and that's not how I envisioned raising my first baby. Um, So I went from day to night, you know, having everything kind of. And then um, I had to sleep on my parents' couch for the next three and a half years. So I went through my hard times in my 20s when people going out partying, going on vacation and living their best lives. 
I was working three jobs. I was back in school. I wind up going back, getting my associates, then going to beauty school. So, um, and then I worked, you know, I bartended. I never had my license, but I made sure I could work somewhere. You know, I, one thing is I know how to work. Like I'll always make money, you know? So, um, and then I worked in advertising for a really big firm in New York. So it's funny how all these things came back full circle to what I do today. But um, I always said during those moments where I felt like I was at my lowest, um, I always said, if I ever got, you know, to a certain point, I would always get back. I always, because I, you never forget. One thing is you don't forget that struggle. And if you do, you don't deserve your success. You know what I mean? Because your struggle is what made you. And and to this day, like, I don't forget how I used to feel going, waiting from everyone to go to sleep at night so I can go to bed. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds so crazy, but I don't regret that makes me go harder. That's why, like, so many people will come over to come up to me, you know, like, oh, my God, you're so easy to talk to. I'm like, but why wouldn't I be? You know, I'm living in my blessing right now. I'm getting to do what I love. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep my word because that's how I was raised. And I'm going to give back. So I actually also have a women's group now that I support other entrepreneurs in business as well. Well, yeah, we were, we were going to talk about that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, you good. No, no. I mean, we might as well segue right into it because, you know, you talked about giving back and how important that is giving back. Now, I'm, I'm just going to say something before we get into that. Like, okay, so, you know, people in their 20s, they think that that's the life. You know what I mean? That's, I'm doing it. I'm going out every night. You don't start living your life till you get into your 30s and your 40s. Like, you don't start really seeing life for what it is until you get older now listen i'm not gonna say how old i am i ain't gonna say how old ty is but i mean from i'm not gonna say how old i am either (laughs) (laughs) but i'll be i can just tell you that you know you get to a certain age you start realizing what's more important what's more valuable what's those moments that you have in your struggles you thank god for them as you get older because you realize that they that you were supposed to have them first of all and second of all, mm-hmm. you appreciate these moments even more now that you have success or you have the success or that you, you know, I know, I know you're not where you want to be all the way, but you have your success and you have the things you've experienced and you're thankful for that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at that and I'm seeing, I'm seeing someone who has, who has traveled a certain particular road, but never forgot where she came from and Absolutely. values where she came from. You know what I mean? And that, that goes a long way. And I think that's what people probably like. I don't think I, don't, I couldn't believe like that, that you talked to me. I think that's the that's what people don't understand. Everyone has a story, but people don't wear their stories on their shoulder. You know what I mean? They don't they don't mm-hmm. you can't see it unless you start talking to them, you know, so. Like, I really appreciate you even sharing that with us, just your experience with that. I mean, that's that's major. Well, it's funny because I never really shared my story until like two years because I was embarrassed of it, you know, because you don't want to say certain things. You don't want other people to be in their feelings. But honestly, I don't care because (laughs) this made me who I am, you know, like me and my husband, we've been together since we're children, literally we grew up together, you know, and I always tell him like for him, he had to go through that because now he's even better man that he is now. You know what I mean? So like we all had to go through certain things that for whatever reason at that time, it was supposed to happen, you know, Um, and your, your past don't make you. That's just a part of, that's just a part of your story. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I always try to look at the better because I remember like when he would first come home, he's like, you know, don't say anything. I'm like, don't say it. I'm, I'm not ashamed. I, things happen. You know, we're family. Family don't give up on family, but my dreams are going to be bigger than anything. So 
that had to happen because I would never go back to that ever again. <laughs> right. But I mean, do you, do you know how many women are, you know, even, even men on it, even men, I could say the same thing. Like, you know, when people have had to separate from their, their partner because of something, you know, for a time period and, you know, like that, you're not supposed to keep that, that you're not supposed to just keep it to yourself because you don't know who you, who you're going to touch with your story. You know what I mean? And, like I said, there's so, I mean, so many other people who have gone through the same experience who want to like be like, nah, I'm not gonna tell nobody that because then they'll think some something else about that person. It's like, it's like, no, like you can't judge anybody from from their past. You got to look at them for who they are today and what they've gone through. You know, I'll listen. I'm, I'm gonna shut up. I can. This is about you, Jen. This ain't about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no, but but really focusing on you talk about giving back, and I definitely said you were an advocate earlier. Um, talk to us about your women's warrior collab, women's warriors collab, I should say. That's how it's pronounced. Yes. Talk to yes. us about that. So the women warriors collab is just something I, it's so funny. I always say I manifested it. So I'll just briefly tell you how I got into it. So um, last October, I was actually diagnosed with a rare form of blood cancer. Mm. So I'm a person that I'm always on the go, right? Obviously, I think you could just tell by my energy, right? So when I got diagnosed, I had a weekend of just, you know, I planned my funeral. I told my best friend what picture, like literally like, you know, because when you hear this word that it's a, you think it's a a death sentence and, um, you know, I started having anxiety attacks. Like I didn't know what to do. You know, I'm like, Oh my God, you know, cancer runs in my family. So somebody said, Jen, you know, you should try yoga. And I'm like, I'm not me yoga. I'm not gonna be able to do that. I'm gonna get kicked out of yoga. It's just, so I wind up going. And when you're laying down in the beginning at the end, you know, you're still like, you're literally just there. And I just cried. I just cried. And for some reason, the next day I showed up again, I showed up again and I kept on and I'm like, this was helping me something that's complete opposite of who I am, something I never thought I think I can do. That's how it came into like manifesting and stuff. Um, Women Warriors is always something that I wanted, but the yoga instructor played such a big part in me kind of accepting what I have because she didn't know, but she was just such a great instructor. I would wake up to do her 7 a.m. class like every day just because I felt peace. It was, it was crazy, you know, until you're hit with those words, you really don't understand. And I don't know how to explain it because unless it's you, you know, you're, you don't, it's such a weird feeling hearing that you have cancer. So with that, I just felt like, you know what, time is not, what am I waiting for? What am I keep on procrastinating for? I want to have a women's group. I don't know what to call it. I'm like, we're warriors. Like, you know, if you think about a woman, we wear so many different hats, you know, we're moms, we're sisters, we're the caretakers, we're nurses, we're care- we do so much. And, and I know I'm, you guys are both guys but at the end of the day, you know, a man having the right woman beside you plays such a big part of the man that you are. I don't care what any man says, we could argue. OK, because <laughs> it says a lot like the woman that's literally right beside you has a lot to do with who you are, no matter what we're influencers in the person's life, we're either bring, lifting you up or we're bringing you down. You know, um, God, so you, you just you said it, you said it. Uh, we didn't, yep. <laughs> you know, like, it's the truth, it's the truth. Yeah, yeah bravo, bravo. <laughs> you're so funny. Um, maybe we got to talk off of this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I um, I really wanted to put a group together. I'm like, let's put together the Women Warriors Collab. I had no idea what I was doing. I just, you know, I've been in other women's groups, but I really wanted 
to, it was time where I'm noticing, you know, my clients are basically women in business, women in media, you know, heavy hitter powerhouse women. So instead of just connecting, why don't I put a big space for everybody to connect? But since we have a certain type of pull, why not give back? Because now we, we already have that. Some women are beginning. Some women are powerhouses. Some people are in the middle stages. It doesn't matter. Entrepreneur is an entrepreneur. We all can either relate on some type of level, no matter what. So I put together Women Warriors Collab. We started with having like I did every single week in spring, a different Zoom call with different people that I knew from all over, um, all different types. From We had authors. We had advocates for domestic violence. Just you name it. I had all I had um, life coaches just all because I wanted them to see what I could bring to a group in. This was in spring. So in summer, one of my good friends, who's also an author in the group, her name is Maureen Spataro. She's a great an advocate for women who are fleeing like domestic violence. And she has nonprofit, just really great women. She goes, Jen, you need to put together an event. I'm like an event. I'm like, oh. I'm like, I got to do it now then, because if I do it now, it has to be big because that's just how I am. So long story short, in October. I put together an event. It was called Step Into Your Power. I don't know why. I'm very big with like, if it comes to me, that's what I'm, I'm listening to my intuition. So Step Into Your Power. Um, we had 18 vendors. We had keynote speakers. I had a panelist. Uh, we sold out. We donated money to um, cancer, to breast cancer as well. Um, but women got together. So many women that came was like, oh my God, I like, I felt like I needed to be there. So if I could have, having that event change anyone's life to maybe do more or to change their outlook, or I don't know, you had women crying in the crowd when certain people were talking or, you know, it's just, that's what it's about. It's knowing that you have a space in the women warriors where you can come and you can ask for help. You can share your story. You know, you can come on, leave an inspirational quote, whatever you feel like resonates within you, but know that you have opportunity within this group to grow and know you can be vulnerable and there is no judgment in this group. Um, I feel like when you belong to some groups, sometimes that happens where people start to get meat. I don't want any of that. If it's there, they get kicked out. And the reason why I say that is because as women, it, they, I feel like confidence I like to build and I like for people to see, you know, don't forget why you started on your journey. You know, never forget your why because your why is so important, especially when you're in your down moments, because when you're in those down moments, you start to feel sorry and then you forget why you started, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. I like for everyone to realize like we've all been through it. Now you have a support system. Um, I have an in-house photographer who does like really great content photography for the women in a group for discounted rates. Um, I'm actually starting to expand now nationally. We just solidified a chapter in Texas and we're working on Louisiana. I know I feel like I should have grew up in the South, but whatever. I <laughs> I love it in the South. It's, it's like a completely <laughs> different vibe. It is completely um, <laughs> different. Completely. Yeah. So, you know, we're growing and you know, for right now, um, we just, I got a partnership with the hospital in Newark in New Jersey, yeah. um, for terminally ill children. So like we, we've been asking for donations. We started last week. We almost have a thousand dollars in donations that go to terminally ill children. So it doesn't matter what the cause is, but wherever something gets brought to light where they need it, or somebody needs help. I like to come together as a collective. Cause I want to show the women, like, look, look what we can do together. You know, we can move mountains And it's all about giving back. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, when I leave this earth, I want people to know that, you know, I had a good heart. I want people to know that I try to do good with hair and makeup. You know what I mean? Like hair and makeup got me in the door. 
That's yeah. what got me in there. But my voice is much louder, you know? So I just want to make a statement and show my daughters, you know, one, to be grateful for the life that they have, to see that I work hard and to know that they can be their own bosses, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it all goes for full circle. Yeah, for sure. Dang, dang, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Ty, like that. Yo, answer about three of my questens right there. Listen, she done, she done, definitely, she done took all. I'm the sorry. Fun. No, you, you did. You, no, listen, <laughs> she. <laughs> that is what super. Plans for uh, the Woman Warriors collab, though. You have future plans. Yeah, my yes, I actually I would love to do a tour. Um, I'm actually working with my PR girl right now. Um, I would like to do a spring summer tour. Who's your PR? Girl? Um, Who's your PR? Girl? State to state. Yeah, Who's so we got to go to Philly. Who does your PR? <laughs> um, Ali Rodriguez. Yeah, Ali Rod. Shout out to Ali Rodriguez. Yeah, I, I thought she was your PR anyway, but I saw that you had her on your on your um on your as a keynote speaker as well at your at one of your events. I think I saw that. <laughs> Well, she wasn't one of the speakers. She she was involved and she was one of the sponsors. So she sponsored it. She sponsored it. Yeah. Shout out to Allie. Shout out to Allie. Yeah. She's doing She's dope. You know, she's our PR as well. So I'm just going to. Oh, she is. I didn't know. That's so funny. She does a PR for us as well. So shout out to Allie. It's it's all love. I mean, one thing I'm always wondering is you always hear such a stigma with women as women coming together. They be catty. They're so, you know, everyone's jealous of each other. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't pick up that vibe. That's what, that's what you're experiencing within your your women's warriors collab. I don't feel like that's something that you really have to deal with. Like it just seems, it, from what I've seen, it just seems like it's all love and, and inspiration and, and and empowering. Yeah, you know. Listen, if 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 there's ever anything coming this way that's like that, I don't entertain that. You know, if it doesn't, if honestly, if it doesn't add to my growth, my peace, or my pockets, I really don't have anything to do with it. You know what I mean? Because for what life is too short to say. I'm not. I don't. I, you know. You know. There's different levels. There are. There, def, there definitely are. Ty, you, Ty, you know the crazy thing about this time is that I, I meet a lot of women that do a lot of different things to bring women together. Yes. But I don't meet. I don't meet any men that do that. I don't. I don't meet men that be like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna come together. We're gonna empower some men." And I mean, I'm sure there's organizations out there. I'm sure, very sure of that. You know. But Todd, like, is, what what is what is that like? What is it with us? Is there something wrong with us, bro? Is there something wrong with us? Is, do we we just don't care about each other? I think we care, but women care more. Yeah, that that might be what it is. That might that just might be what it is. I think they they they're more like let's 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 bond together and and make something happen. So we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come right back. I'm loving this, Jen. I'm really digging everything you're doing. Yes. Women's Thank Warriors you. Collab. Make sure that you go check her out. Check out check out Women's Warriors Collab on Instagram as well. You can find it on Jen's Instagram. Jen, I'm going to let you do all the plugs. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to try to do the plugs. I'm going to let you do all the plugs for it because very good organization that you have. It's a beautiful idea. Um, I'm, I'm super, super excited to see what you guys do in the future, and I'm definitely excited about what you've done in the past. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely going gonna to shout that out. So, um, yeah, listen, fam, we're going to take a quick break. Remember, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. You listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. This is the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Welcome back to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. 
Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, we are continuing our Artist Spotlight series as well as combining it with our supporting small business series, as well as supporting advocates and supporting People with passions. This is really a dope interview. We're interviewing Miss Jen Michelle from Glam Life Beauty uh, line, accessories, collections, everything that you ever think about. It's, it's all about Glam Life. She's definitely dropped a whole bunch of knowledge on us about the industry, about herself. Um, she told us so much, so much about you know what her aspirations are, why she does what she does. She's giving us some insight on some things people might not know about her. Um, but I, I kind of wanted to just you know kick this third segment off asking her what do you what do you see glam life beauty in the next five years um i definitely see it in stores you know it's funny uh one of my good friends actually just posted and, and she i just i was just on a segment on the show that i actually work on the my own segment which was like a big you know big for me it was a win for sure yeah. and she posted you know jen always wants to make sure her voice is heard and i start laughing i'm like no i really am like that. So my goal is to really have people know what glam life is. You yeah. know, I, my goal is to be in stores. It's it's time. My products are so good and it's, and I love them. And that took time, you know, for yeah. that to grow. So it's, I just see it being an empire. I just want something I can, you know, help, you know, generational wealth in my family. Yeah, no doubt. Do, do you think that you, are you thinking about passing it on to your kids or to your daughters or you're more like, how whatever they fall into is what they fall into. But it's, you know. I, I would love for them to, you know, want to take, you know, pass down the legacy. But if it's not for them, it's not for them. As long as it could provide for them and like my grandkids one day. Um, that's all that I can. It kind of like Chris Jenner status type of thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, pass it down, set up the kids for the future. That That's all that I want them yeah. just to have it better than I did. Yeah, no doubt. Todd, go ahead, man. I know you got a question, bro. Well, your name alone sounds like a perfume or a clothing line, Jim Michelle. It does. <laughs> it, it does. It, it sounds like, like a, a definite brand. Line. Yeah. Like she can brand that too. Yeah. You know? yeah. Right? Sure. Maybe, maybe a perfume. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Miss Jen, uh, what advice do you have for up and coming makeup artists to come into the industry? What advice do you have for them? Um, I want to tell them don't get discouraged. You know, there may be doors that you really wish will open, but they won't. And that's okay because they weren't meant to open for you because something better is coming. Um, I would always tell them to keep on perfecting their craft. Um, You're never too good to take a class. I am constantly taking classes. I'm constantly on seminars. Be the hardest worker in the room. Never think that you're too good for anything. Your worth ethic is what's going to set you apart you know, always come correct. You know, you are your business card. So when you are going to promote that you're in beauty, come as if you are beauty, you know, Um, because a lot of the time, you know, when I used to own the salon, girls would come in for makeup jobs with no makeup on. And I'm like, 
I need a makeup artist that's going to be wearing makeup. You know, you, I want people that are going to put their best foot forward. You know, you want to always have drive. Like I said, be the hardest worker, never stop, you know, work smarter, not harder. You know, we live in a world where content is everything. So be smart with your schedule. You know, um, you could do it all, you know, start before you're ready. That's the one thing I always say, because you're never going to be ready. But yeah, that's what I would give. I, I love that. Start before you're ready. Now that's that's a tie. Listen, boy, if that ain't us, boy, tell you stop before you're ready. What? Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. I, I ain't got everything together. No, no. Keep going. Just start it. Start it. Right. That's yeah. That's dope, Jim. That's real dope. Well, besides besides makeup and hair and your 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 makeup line and your accessories, what else is there to Jim Michelle that people don't know? What else do you love to do? What are, what are your other hobbies? What are your other loves and passions? I love basketball. Oh. Uh, basketball was my first love. If I thought I was going to be in the WNBA when I was younger, I played for Christ the King. I played AAU. Um, you know, I thought I was going to go on and play college, but I just decided because I didn't get along with my coach because he wasn't, he made me not love the sport. But um, I was a teenager. Now I wish I stuck it out. But I love ball. My middle daughter plays ball. I was a coach a few for a few years, then COVID. So it was, I didn't know how to really get in. But next year I'm coming back because I can't take it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, you know, I have like these little girls doing college plays, you know, <laughs> but I love basketball. I am a big basketball lover. I grew up like John Starks, Patrick Ewing, you know. Oh, yeah. You from um, Brooklyn. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Love ball. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm girly, but I, I'm I'm also a tomboy. I'm kind of like I am the meme of a girl with a stiletto and a Jordan. Like that is me. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, that's dope, man. I, I play, a glam life baller. A, a glam yes. life baller. That life time. Baller. There you go, Ty. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You're just giving me ideas. <laughs> you know, Ty. Listen, that's that's dope, boy. I look. I play, I play point guard in high school. So I was I, shooting. You shooting guard. So I'm yeah, basketball. Yes, definitely. Definitely basketball. That basketball is one of our one of my passions. I love it. I ain't played in a while, but yeah, like I, I mean, I watch all day. So, what, what do you think of the Nets? Are you a Net fan or are you a Knicks fan? Honestly, I really don't watch uh, basketball that much now. I really don't even watch TV anymore. Um, too busy. Too busy. You know, I, I watch my daughter's games. So right no now, I'm a Hazlitt. Uh, <laughs> She's a Hazlitt fan. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, I love ball. Like literally, I. If I wasn't in beauty, I would be in sports. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Ty, go ahead, man. I know you got. I know you got another question, boy. Now, has the pandemic changed the way that you operate and work your business? Absolutely. Um, during the pandemic, I actually a lot of people. I not. I don't want to say I wasn't stressed out because I was. I couldn't work, but I, it gave me time that I would never have. So instead of looking at, you know, oh my God, I'm stuck in the house. How am I going to utilize this time that I'll never have ever again this much time in my life? So I rebranded my entire brand mm. um, and the structure of how I was going to kind of attack once I was able to go back out. Um, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Thank God. You know, um, I really feel the time of the pandemic really um, helped entrepreneurs kind of see where they were. I mean, your brick and mortar companies, I, I feel so horrible because, you know, so many people have 
lost their businesses, but I feel like entrepreneurs that maybe work for themselves kind of seen if they were in it for the long run, because if that did not test you, I don't know what did. Yeah, that's real. I mean, a lot of people during the pandemic were like, they were stressing about the fact that they couldn't do anything or go anywhere. And it's like, no, this is the time you sit down and you get your work done. Top, it happens. Top, t- yeah. did we? Did we? Is that not what we did? Or weren't we like, yeah. look, this is what we got to figure this out. If we got time to do it now. Let's do it. And like, yeah, like that's that's when you rebrand yourself. That's when you come up with new ideas. When you can't do anything else. But that's, I mean, that's what real entrepreneurs are supposed to do. You have time yeah. off. You dedicated to that. Like, <laughs> she says she don't watch TV. Time. Wish she would. Don't watch TV. Watch me. Like that. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> kind of like the philosophy. Like you gotta, you gotta really. I mean, TV, TV is going, TV, where's TV going? It's not going anywhere. Where's your, where's your business going? That's more important. That's more the question is where, where are you going? Absolutely. Business, you know, so well, that's the whole thing. It was like, for me, it's, it sounds so cliche, but you know how they say you have to, um, in order to elevate, you need to separate. Right. And I literally put this, I was like, let me see if this works, you know? So literally for that whole time. And then after I dedicated my entire everything, I wouldn't spend a dollar, anything after that pandemic, I literally just saved, you know, unless I needed to, obviously my kids need to eat, (laughs) you know, but just the necessities of life. But other than that, um, I literally, I didn't go out. I didn't, and I love, I love, you know, to kind of go out, have a good time every once in a while. But it, how was that adding to my success? Because then when I would go out, I, you know, I'm no spring chicken. I'm not 20 no more. So it takes me like a week to recover and I want to die, you know, um, and I wanted to be on my A game. Yeah. You know, it's true. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It takes take a little while time to read. The recovery is, is the worst, yeah. boy. And, you, and I'm like, how did I stay up 24 hours and go to work and then do it all over again? Like, how did I do that when I was a kid? Right? Like, what, I don't know. Who was I? I? And listen, well, you can we go out, go out till two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, be partying, gotta be working six and yeah, and do it like no problem. Like, nah, no. not anymore. Not mm-hmm. anymore. No, nah, I need my eight hours. I'm sorry. I, I need to go to sleep. <laughs> I need to make sure but, I go to sleep. But you know what it was? I w- I was serious about really like turning this time into, you know, I have this time I'm not working, so I'm not bringing in any money. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just separate myself completely and just like put this to work. So I did yeah. it for six months Yeah, and it was six months that literally changed my life. I started to read self-development books. I would go into any type of seminar or podcast. I just started to really like find out who I was, mm. you know, cause I feel like, I feel like that's what we're always on, like a different journey of finding out who we are, but every level really does need a different person in you to come out. Cause if you can't stay the same, right. Cause you're supposed to grow. That's a whole part of life. That's lets you know, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't let anything distract me literally, whether somebody didn't understand it or not, I, I didn't care. I really didn't. And it, and the thing is, is I'm not selfish. There's nothing selfish about self-love. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. in, in order for you to be at your best, you have to take care of you first, you, you know? And as a mom in my twenties, I had all my kids. I mean, my kids always come first, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't let any distractions deter me for feeling guilty about my business or being success, successful in my brand. Because honestly, even if you're a hands-on father, the mom is more, you know, more or less the main person with that child. You know what I mean? Even if they're the greatest father, it's just how it is. And I'm like, no, but I have a, I have a meeting today. So we're going to have to work. We have to make this work. And I just would stand my ground, not with my husband, but with my career. 
you know, because when you're a freelancer, when you're an entrepreneur, people don't understand it until you're successful. Yeah. People don't take it serious until you're successful. But I took it serious until I was like, you see all the hard work. Now you can look at it. You know what I mean? So, you know, they would, would they look at you? Oh, you just got your little business. You, what are you doing? What you really believe you're going to do this? You're really, you're really going to be a a super makeup artist. Is that what you think you're going to do? Really? That's that's the that's the attitude until you yeah. start to show them like nah kiss my ass yes I am I'm yeah. I'm definitely doing it I, you see me doing it now like nah yeah for sure I mean Ty we we Ty we talk about this all the time like people all don't believe time, it until yeah. they see it you know people people right. people are doubters and then and then you become successful and they're looking at you like oh remember I was there like no no you were doubting no, no, you weren't you doubted yeah. me you said I wasn't gonna be able to do it you know and and I mm-hmm. mean. That's I mean, it's not about proving and they say it's wrong. It's about proving it to yourself that you exactly. were, were able to get to your goal, able to achieve Absolutely. What, you, what you set out to achieve. You know, that's I mean, that's big. I mean, Jen, like you, you inspiring us, you know, you, you keep you're keeping you. us on our toes. You you really are. You know, I know you're going to inspire our listeners. I know that 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 is something somebody out there is going to hear, hear you, hear your story. Somebody out there is thinking about starting something, whether it be a, whether it be a makeup line or their own salon or anything. And they just need to hear a voice like yours to say, you know what? I can do it. You know, I, yeah. can, I can really do it. And like, <laughs> I mean, that, 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 that saying you said is, you know, you gotta, you gotta hurry up and start. Like, don't, you don't be ready to start Start, just start it. Um, I think that's a very important thing to have for people. Ty, go ahead, man. I mean, I want to end it out. I know we, you know, I don't want to hold up Jen no more. I know she, she probably got to get back to the babies and right. get back to the <laughs> So I know, I know you, um, anything you want to say to her before we, before we, we close out, man? Uh, Jen, it's been a pleasure interviewing this evening. Uh, your story is wonderful. Everything you talked about, you're on point. But for one last thing, though, do you have any do's and don'ts for makeup artists? Always show up at least 15 minutes early. Never call out same day. Be the hardest worker in the room. Don't ever let your success gets to your head and always stay humble. All right. No doubt. Jim, I think he's going to be busy this year. Uh, I hope so. Particularly (laughs) particularly with the summer coming along. You know, I I watch the market all the time. I know weddings are going to be a super, because people couldn't have weddings last year. They're going to be really on having weddings this year. So I know you're going to be busy this, this, this summer coming and this season coming. Yeah. um, Who, who would you want to dedicate this podcast to? Wow. I don't know. I mean, anyone that's just watching and has a dream, like to the single mom that's raising, you know, kids on their own, you can do it. You know, for the girl that been through stuff, like in her teenage years, like you can do it. You know, if you don't have the best upbringing, don't let your past define you work on your present. So you could tell your story so you can inspire others. You know, my podcasts are for girls that just want to get it. And you know, you don't, you weren't born with a silver spoon in your mouth. So you have to go out and, you know, put that work in, but put it in. I'm telling you guys, it's so worth it. It is so worth it and celebrate your wins. It's, it's, it's just for the girls that want to do it. You know, um, I was a single mom for a while and it was probably the hardest time in my life, you mm-hmm. know, and I didn't even have it as hard as a lot of single moms do. You know, I still had my family that did help me, but I didn't ask for a dollar, you know, yeah. but um, it's really for those girls. It's for the girls who just want, you know, our dreamers. Don't be a dreamer, be a doer. Go yeah. get it, you know? That's right. There ain't, no, ain't nothing wrong being a dreamer, but you got to put some action behind that dream. You sure That's do. That's right. You sure do. Now, before we go, I want you to please plug everything that you have going on so people know where to find you. Please do. Okay. So you guys can find me. My Instagram, my personal Instagram is Jen Michelle. 
J-E-N-N-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E underscore Glam Life. My beauty collection is on Instagram as well. And it's Glam Life Beauty Collection. If you want to follow the Women Warriors, it is Women Warriors Collab on Instagram and on Facebook. Oh, and my website is www.glamlifecollection.com. Yeah, I hear that. Make sure you go check out our website, check her out on Instagram. I started following you on Instagram myself. I, I did it the other day because I have to. I, I was, you know, doing my research, but I was digging everything that you had going on. So thank you. <laughs> you, know, you. You got some. You got some real positive energy. Some great. Some great ideas. And you know, we we wish you nothing but the, but the best in in the future. And you know, for this year, we know that you're gonna do some some fantastic, phenomenal things. Looking forward to seeing what you have going on. You and you make sure you stay in contact with us because you just just good, dope people, good folks, good folks. Yes, man. same here. And I wish you good luck in your new studio. It's big. Ah, yeah. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We, we look. We all smiles over here about that, right, Todd? Like, hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, that's the, that. That means more bills. That's what that means. That means more hard work for us. Like, you more know, money. So, more money. It's exactly. okay. It's all right. No, it's, you got you got to jump out there and take the chance. You got to. Well, listen, family, we want to thank Jen Michelle for coming on tonight. Shout out to Glam Life Beauty Products, the line, the accessories. Shout out to her family for giving us the time and letting us talk to her tonight. We really appreciate everything that she said tonight. Really appreciate you, Jen, just for coming and sharing with us. Um, I always say sharing is a hard thing because sometimes people want to share. Sometimes people don't want to share because of whatever, you know, whatever they might be feeling. So Mm -hmm. we really appreciate you just sharing everything that you shared with us tonight. I always feel like the show is about challenging social norms and giving people platforms that they didn't have before. Jen, I think you were actually doing the same thing within, within your uh, women's warriors collab. And, you know, I'm definitely going to keep, keep an eye on that. Um, You know, from us, Philadelphia radio, Jimmy Bond's podcast, we want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you tonight. Um, but family, that's gonna wrap the show. Want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Moss Podcast and Philadelphia Radio. Remember, 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 please, please, please wear your mask, wash your hands, <laughs> practice social distancing. We're still in a COVID 19 pandemic, so please heed to all of it. You're protecting us, we're protecting each other. And also, remember to always tell the people that you love that you love them your friends, your family, your loved ones, because you never know when you might get another chance. Want to thank y'all for listening. Jimmy Bonds Podcast, Philadelphia Radio. I'm Jimmy Bonds. I'm out. Peace. Fam, that's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We ask you to leave your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now remember, family, we are still in a COVID-19 pandemic, so please, please, please remember to wash your hands, wear a mask, and practice social distancing. Also, remember to take nothing for granted and value every opportunity you have with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. For in these times, every moment is sacred. So until the next episode, you can find me on Good Hope Road, screaming, stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out. Fight on, come on! Fight on. Fight on.